ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟ್ ವರ್ಕ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ವಿವೇಕಾನಂದ ತರ್ಟಿ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ತ್ ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ದಿ ಇಷ್ಟ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲಾ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಭಾರತ್ ದಿ ಥಿಯರಿ ಆಫ್ ಇಷ್ಟ ವಿಚ್ ಐ ಬ್ರೀಫ್ಲಿ ರೆಫರ್ ಟು ಬಿಫೋರ್ ಇಸ್ ಎ ಸಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ರಿಕ್ವೈರಿಂಗ್ ಕೇರ್ಫುಲ್ ಅಟೆನ್ಷನ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಎ ಪ್ರಾಪರ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಆಲ್ ದ ವೇರಿಯಸ್ ರಿಲಿಜನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಬಿ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟುಡ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಡ್ ಇಷ್ಟ ಈಸ್ ಡಿನೈಡ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದಿ ರೂಟ್ ಇಶ್ ಟು ಡಿಸೈರ್ ಚೂಸ್ ದಿ ಐಡಿಯಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ ರಿಲಿಜನ್ಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಸೆಟ್ಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದಿ ಸೇಮ್ ದಿ ಅಟೈನಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ಲಿಬರ್ಟಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸೆಸೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಮಿಸರಿ wherever you find religion you find this ideal working in one form or other of course in lower stages of religion it is not so well expressed but still well or ill expressed it is the one goal to which every religion approaches all of us want to get rid of misery we are struggling to attain to liberty physical mental spiritual this is the whole idea upon which the world is work- working through the goal is one and same though the goal is one and the same there may be many ways to reach it and these ways are determined by the peculiarities of our nature one man's nature is emotional another's intellectual another's active and so forth again in the same nature there may be many subdivisions take for a for instance love with which we are especially concerned in this subject of bhakti one man's nature has a stronger love for children another has it for wife another for mother another for father another for friends another by nature has love for country and a few love humanity in the broadest sense there are of course very few although every one of us talks of it as if it were the guiding motive power of our lives some few sages have experienced it a few great souls among mankind feel this universal love and let us hope that this world will never be without such men we find that even in one subject there are so many different ways of attaining its uh, attaining to its goal all christians believe in christ but think how many different explanations they have of him each church sees him in a different light from different standpoints the presbyterians eyes are fixed upon the uh, that scene in christ's life when he went to the money changers money changers he looks on him as a fighter if you ask a quaker perhaps he will say he forgave his enemies the quaker takes that view and so on if you ask a roman catholic what point of christ's life is the most pleasing to him he perhaps will say when he gave the keys to peter each sect is bound to see him in its own way it follows that there will be many divisions and subdivisions even of the same subject ignorant persons take one of these subdivisions and take their stand stand upon it and they not only deny the right of every other man to interpret the universe according to his own light but dare to say that others are entirely wrong and they alone are right if they are opposed they begin to fight they say that they will 
kill any man who does not believe as they believe just as the mohammedans do these are people who think they are sincere and who ignore all others but what is the position we want to take in this bhakti yoga not only that we would not tell others that they are wrong but that we would tell them that they are right all of them who follow their own ways that way which your nature makes it absolutely necessary for you to take is the right way each one of us is born with a peculiarity of nature as a result of our past ex- existence either we call it our own reincarnated past experience or a hereditary past whatever we may say we may put it we are the result of the past that is absolutely certain through whatever channels that past may may, uh, may have come it naturally follows that each one of us is an effect of which our past has been the cause and as such there is a peculiar movement a peculiar train in each one of us and therefore each one will have to find way for himself this way this method to which each of us is naturally adapted is called the chosen way this is the theory of ishta and that way which is ours we call our own ishta for instance one man's idea of god is that he is the omnipotent ruler of the universe his nature is perhaps such he is an overbearing man who wants to rule everyone he naturally finds god an omnipotent omnipotent ruler another man who was perhaps a schoolmaster and severe schoolmaster and severe cannot see any but a just god a god of punishment and so on each one sees god according to his own nature and this vision conditioned by our own nature is our ishta we have brought ourselves to a position where we can see that vision of god and that alone we cannot see any other vision you will perhaps sometimes think of the teaching of a man that is the best and fits you exactly and the next day you ask one of your friends to go and hear him but he comes away with the idea that it was the worst teaching he had ever heard he is not wrong and it is useless to quarrel with him the teaching was all right but it was not fitted to that man to extend it a little further we must understand that truth seen from different stand we must understand that truth is truth seen from different standpoints can be truth and yet not the same truth this would seem at first to be a contradiction in terms but we must remember that an absolute truth is only one while relative truths are necessarily various take your vision of this universe for instance this universe as an absolute entity is unchangeable and unchanged and same throughout but you and i and everybody else here and see each one his own universe take the sun the sun is one but when you and i and a hundred other people stand at different places and look at it each one of us sees a different sun we cannot help it a very little change of place will change a man's whole vision of the sun a slight change in the atmosphere will make again a different vision so in relative perception truth always appears various but the absolute truth is only one therefore we need not fight with others when we find they are telling something about religion which is not exactly according to our view of it we ought to remember that both of us we may be true though apparently contradictors there may be millions of radii converging towards the same center in the sun 
further they are from the center the greater is the distance between any two the further they are from the center the farther they are from the center the greater is the distance between any two but as they all meet at the center all difference differences vanishes there is such a center which is the absolute goal of mankind it is god we are all we are the uh, radii the distances between the radii are the constitutional limitations through which alone we can catch the vision of god while standing on this plane we are bound each one of us to have a different view of the absolute reality and as such all views are true and no one of us need quarrel with each other with another the only solution lies in approaching the center if we try to settle our differences by argument or quarreling we shall find that we can go on for hundreds of years without coming to a conclusion history proves that the only solution is to march ahead and go towards the center and sooner we do that the sooner our differences will vanish this theory of ishtar therefore means allowing a man to choose his own religion one man should not force another to worship what he worships all attempts to herd together human beings by means of armies force or arguments to drive them pell-mell into the same enclosure and make them worship the same god have failed and will fail always because it is con- continu- uh, constitutionally impossible to do so not only so there is the danger of arresting their growth you scarcely meet any man or woman who is not struggling for some sort of religion and how many are satisfied or rather how few are satisfied how few find anything and why something uh, simply because most of them go after impossible tasks they are forced into these by the dictation of others for instance when i am a child my father puts a book into my hand which says god is such and such what business has he to put that into my mind how does he know that why uh, like way i would what way i would develop and being ignorant of my constitutional development he wants to force his ideas on my brain with the result that my growth is stunted you cannot make a plant grow in soil unsuited to it a child teaches itself but you can help it to go forward in its own way what you can do is not of the positive nature but of the negative you can take away the obstacles but knowledge comes out of its own nature loosen the soil a little so that it may come out easily put a hedge round it see that if uh, it is not killed by anything and there your work stops you cannot do anything else the rest is a manifestation from within its own nature so with the education of a child a child educates itself you come to hear me and when you go home compare what you have learnt and you will find you have thought out the same thing i have only given it expression i can never teach you anything you will have to teach yourself but i can help you perhaps in giving expression to that thought so in religion more so i must teach myself religion what right has my father to put all sorts of nonsense into my head what right has my master or society to put things into my head perhaps they are good but they may not be my way think of the appalling evil 
that is in the world today of the millions and millions of innocent children prevented by wrong ways of teaching how many beautiful things which would have become wonderful spiritual truths have been nipped in the bud of this horrible idea of a family religion a social religion a national religion and so forth think of what a mass of superstition is in your head just now about your childhood's potent uh, childhood's religion and uh, or your country's religion and what an amount of evil it does or can do man does not know what a potent power lies behind each thought and action the old saying is true that uh, fools rush in fools rush in where angels fear to tread this should be kept in view from the very first how by this belief in ishta there are so many ideals i have no right to say that uh, uh, what shall be your ideal to force any ideal on you my duty should be to lay before you all the ideals i know of and enable you to see by your own constitution what you like best and which is most fitted to you take up that one which suits you best and preserve on a persevere on it this is your ishta your special ideal we see then that a congregational religion can never be the real work of religion must be one's own concern i have an idea of my own i must keep it sacred and secret because i know that it need not be your idea secondly why should i create a disturbance by wanting to tell everyone what my idea is other people would come and fight me they cannot do so if i do not tell them but if i go about telling them what my ideas are they will all oppose me so what is the use of talking about them this ishta should be kept secret it is between you and god all theoretical portions of religion can be preached in public and made congregational but higher religion cannot be made public i cannot get ready my religious feelings at a moment moments notice what is the result of this mummery and mockery it is making a joke of religion the worst of blasphemy the result is what you find in the churches of the present day how can human beings stand this religious drilling it is like soldiers in a barrack shoulder arms kneel down take a book or regulate it exactly 5 minutes of feeling 5 minutes of reason 5 minutes of prayer all arranged beforehand these mummeries have driven out religion let the churches preach doctrines theories philosophies to their hearts content but when it comes to worship the real practical part of religion it should be as jesus says when you pray when thou prayest enter into thy closest and when thou hast shut thy thy door pray to thy father which is in secret This is the theory of Ishta. It is the only way to make religion meet practically the necessities of different constitutions, to avoid quarrelling with others, and to make real practical progress in spiritual life. But I must warn you that you do not misconstrue, misconstrue my words into the formation of secret societies. If there were a devil, devil, I would look for him within a secret society, as the invention of secret societies. they are diabolical schemes the ishta is sacred not secret but in what sense why should i not speak of my ishta to others because it is my own most holy thing 
it may help others but how do i know that it will not rather hurt them there may be a man whose nature is such that he cannot worship a personal god but can only worship as an impersonal god his own highest self suppose i leave him among you and he tells you that there is no personal god but only god as the self in you or me you will be shocked his idea is sacred but not secret there never was a great religion or a great teacher that formed secret societies to preach god's truths there are no such secret societies in india such things are purely western in india idea and merely foisted upon india we never knew anything about them why indeed should there be secret societies in india in europe people were not allowed to talk a word about religion that did not agree with the views of the church so they were forced to go about amongst the mountains in hiding and form secret societies that they might follow their own kind of worship there was never a time in india when a man was persecuted for holding his own views on religion there were never secret religious societies in india so any idea of that sort you must give up at once these secret societies always degenerate into the most horrible things i have seen enough of this world to know what evil they cause and how easily they slide into free love societies and ghost societies how men play into the hands of other men or women and how their future possibilities of growth in thought and act are destroyed and so on some of you may be displeased with me for talking in this way but i must tell you the truth perhaps only half a dozen men and women will follow me in all my life but they will be real men and women pure and sincere and i do not want a crowd what can crowds do the history of the world was made by a few dozens whom you can count on your fingers and the rest were a rabble all these secret societies and humbugs make men and women impure weak and narrow and weak have no will and can never work therefore have nothing to do with them all this false love of mystery should be knocked on the head the first time it comes into your mind no one who is the least impure will ever become religious do not try to cover festering sores with masses of roses do you think you can cheat god none can give me a straightforward man or woman but lord save me lord save me from ghosts flying angels and devils be common everyday nice people there is such a thing as instinct in us which we have in common with the animals a reflex mechanical movement of the body there is again a higher form of guidance which we call reason when the intellect obtains facts and then generalizes them there is a still higher form of knowledge which we call inspiration which does not reason but knows things by flashes that is the highest form of knowledge but how shall we know it from in uh, instinct that is the great difficulty everyone comes to you nowadays and says he is inspired and puts forth superhuman claims how are we to distinguish between inspiration and deception in the first place inspiration must not contradict reason the old man does not contradict the child he is the development of the child what we call inspiration is the development of reason 
the way to institution uh, intuition is through reason instinctive movements of your body do not oppose reason as you cross a street how instinctively you move your body to save yourself from the inspiration like from the cars does your mind tell you it was foolish to save your body that way it does not similarly no genuine inspiration ever contradicts reason where it does it is no inspiration secondly inspiration must be for the good of one and all and not for name or fame or personal gain it should always be for the good of the world and perfectly unselfish when these tests are fulfilled you are quite safe to take it as inspiration you must remember that there is not one in a million that is inspired in the present state of the world i hope their number will increase we are now only playing with religion with inspiration we shall begin to have religion just as saint paul says for now we see through a glass darkly but then face to face but in the present state of the world they are few and far between far between who attain to that state yet perhaps at no other period were such false claims made to inspiration as now it is said that women have intuitive faculties while men drag themselves slowly upward by reason do not believe it there are just as many inspired men as women though women have perhaps more claim to peculiar forms of hysteria and nervousness you had better die as an unbeliever than be played upon by cheats and jugglers the power of the reasoning was given you for use show then that you have used it properly doing so you will be able to take care of higher things you must always remember that god is love a fool indeed is he who living on the banks of the ganga seeks to dig a little well for water a fool indeed is the man who living near a mine of diamonds spends his life in searching of searching for beads of glass god is that mine of diamonds we are fools indeed to give up god for legends of ghosts or flying hog goblins hog goblins it is a disease a morbid desire it degenerates the race weakens the nerves and brain living in incessant morbid fear of hobgoblins or stimulating the hunger for wonders all these wild stories about them keep the nerves at an unnatural tension a slow and sure degeneration of the race it is degeneration to think of giving up god purity holiness and spirituality to go after all this nonsense reading other men's thoughts if i must read everyone else's thoughts for 5 minutes at a time i shall go crazy be strong and stand up and seek the god of love this is highest strength what power is higher than the power of purity love and purity govern the world this love of god cannot be reached by the weak before like uh, therefore be not weak either physically mentally morally or spiritually the lord alone is true everything else is untrue everything else should be rejected for the salve of the lord vanity of vanities all is vanity serve the lord and him alone
so this is the topic ista this is the this ends the 36th session in the complete works of sri swami vivekananda loka samasta sukhino bhavantu sarve jana sukhino bhavantu let peace prevail in the whole world om tat sat